Lads, welcome back to our Thursday night slot. How are you keeping? Excited. Excited? Nervous? Not yet. Not yet? No. <laughs> what, would you, what would you take right now? Uh, I'd take the 3-1 that uh, Dortmund <laughs> succumbed to just before we started. Against City. They're not playing City tonight. They're playing English opposition at playing, home. Playing. More importantly, this, that this isn't FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> like, take this is UEFA. <laughs> take, take a 2-1 loss right now. Get the away goal. I'd rather not need to score against that team because if, if we yeah or nil all nil all is a, is a decent result I think you if we still have to score then yeah but I mean <laughs> we're, we're not, we don't have to chase again we can win it on penalties we don't have to score in we have to score play. a penalty maybe <laughs> we have never got that far before so you know <laughs> but yeah Liverpool Dortmund tonight one of the many big sporting uh, games or events on this week because the Masters have, have teed off now Um our own Rory starts in what 15 20 minutes. Yeah, Stephen's already looking to cash out on Bunny <laughs> <laughs> not, not a great start. <laughs> you can cash out when your player is five over after 13 holes. No. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> but uh, so when the Masters come around, it's that and the Ryder Cup, my probably two favourite golfing events of the year anyway. Yeah, it's two it's, it's golfing events everyone watches. It's two golfing events that take over the calendar. It's like in snooker, it's the World Championships, in athletics. Starts at Christmas it's, and New Year. Yes, exactly. It's the Olympic Games for a lot of sports. It's just something that everyone knows, everyone is familiar with. Like, I didn't think about it as compared to other golf tournaments, is everyone knows the course. Yeah. And, and that matters because when you go back the year after, you look forward to You can familiarise yourself with everything. So like, we, yeah. I suppose we have a little piece on the website at the moment where we kind of just talk about what makes this event so special as well. It's, it's the history. It's the kind of, it's like tennis. You've the French Open, the US Open, Australian Open, they all have their own history, but but Wimbledon is Wimbledon. It's historic, it's... Growing up, it's when you see kids out in the street, is, is when Wimbledon's on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's because the only time it's nice weather as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it helps too. It's the one that's on Freeview as well, like it's not like... National television. Exactly, rather. BBC, or even, I think RTE did it for a while, like it's the one you can watch without having to pay, like, yeah. and that's, that's obviously going to get more eyes on it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I suppose before we jump into the golf, football, and all that, uh, I'll ask you this week's question. Okay. So um, I finally got a point back on the two years last week. Um, so this week now, it's a football-related question. This is where we thought I was going to go golf, but that'll be next week. You, you, can, you can brush up on your on your golf knowledge for next week, but um, Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> last weekend, Martial scored Manchester United's one thousand Premier League goal at Old Trafford. Who scored their first? <laughs> I know this. <laughs> I watched the same broadcast you did. Right. Looks like Steve might be getting a point anyway. We'll, we'll move I hope, on. I hope anyway. We'll move on. Um, yeah, as we kind of alluded to at the start there, the golf, the Masters, teed off with uh, those legends, teed off. And actually, before that, even the part three tournament that <coughs> takes place on the Wednesday. 
Yeah, it's 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 the whole week. It's a build up. You get excited. There's the whole part three curse where no one's ever won both. It just adds to the excitement. And then you, I think it's only started to broadcast last year or two over here. Mm-hmm. So we always heard about it, but never got to watch it. And it, it's it just it's a bit of fun beforehand. You see golfers having fun. Nine hole in ones yesterday. Nine, nine, nine. record breaking. Nine hole in ones. One of them was Tom Watson. Uh, Gary Player Gary Player yeah Gary Player. Eight, 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 80 years old that's and ridiculous he, and he just sinks it that was fantastic they always uh, say class is permanent <laughs> yeah your, your, uh, your young fledging is doing well today Ricky Fowler he got a hole in one yep part three curse <laughs> <laughs> didn't win it now no but, uh, yeah he's to be honest, like I said, I said he, he was my tip for this year so yeah, I, I think it was more to do with if, if you avoid the big three. I think Speed, Day, and Rory are, are all the big three favourites. Uh, the odds weren't great on them. I think it was sixes and sevens and eights. So I went and Rory or Ricky at 14s. Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work out for you. Well, it might still work out, but he's already the nine behind Speed. So it, it's going to take some turnaround or I think if, if it, Stays seven right under for the whole tournament, which Masters normally does, apart from last year. Then he has time to come back into it, but depends. Yeah, I've, I've gone for a couple of outsiders myself, forty to one, with uh, Patrick Reed and Zach Johnson at sixty to one. So Zach Johnson's a good bet because he has pedigree there. He had a decent start as well, but I know it's dropped off a bit. But back to even got these guys each way, so like. If they come in, in yeah, top, exactly. seven, top seven with Paddy Power yeah. there as well. So yeah. like, speed on five under now through thirteen. <laughs> so Lee West, Lee West was making a little charge up there. Jason Day two under after two, doing very well there. You just hope it's not going to end up like last year with speed just kind of running, running away. Like he obviously knows the course and he obviously enjoys the course. Um, he he now gone tied second in year one, one last year. He's top again. Like this would be. <laughs> Like, they, no one's ever done this. Like Tiger didn't even do this at his height. I know he won his first one, but I think it took him two or three years to come back and win the second. Yeah, how many does he have now? Four Tiger has? Four or five? I think he has five. Five, does he? I think. And the record's he's six. One behind, there. yeah. And then Phil, of the active players, has three, and no one else has, has more than Phil. Phil does like his green jackets. He's earned them, in fairness. He has. It took he him has. a long time to get his first, and then he just kept going back and winning more. Yeah, yeah. Um, over yourself Chris do you back anyone or tip anyone for this nothing at the moment I might see how the, the first couple of days pan out and then maybe throw something on that's not a bad way to do it as well because like you want the excitement on the Sunday as well yeah that's the thing like for this thing I'll always have at least three or four bets on this so, like, so if, if two drop off whatever you'll exactly, still have yeah, a couple of the main one I've got Rose each way and then I have I think Bill Haas as well and Ian Poulter I was just looking at pure, him as, a, as an outsider but yeah. you're kind of talking me off it with his uh him being a better match player than an actual Polter, um, yeah, like Polter plays well sometimes at Augusta. He just he'll, he'll never win it, but he's the game to, to contend and be top ten. I think top, top seven. It's top five for, if you're going each way. Yeah, each way is top seven. If you're back places only, you only get five places, which is something I found out after I placed my bets. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was seven to twenty five. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a <laughs> I know and Polder's finished 6th and 7th in the last 4 years so there you go um, and I suppose I always like the Masters the way it starts off then with kind of the, the legends of the game teen off as well it's always a nice little touch yeah that's the thing like it, it's history it's it's legacy tradition it's, like, it's all that sort yeah, of yeah even the caddies have to wear like the white jumpsuits 
Yeah, some years are, that's just torture. Like <laughs> oh, no, some years it can be 30, 35 degrees at Augusta, and it just looks like it's ridiculous. I know it's custom and all, but it's been unfair at times. I didn't wear a pair of shorts. So. Yeah, but like they're walking around in 30, 35 degree heat in, in a fancy but border suit. Yeah. I know that the border suits are made for, but even still. <laughs> Um, it's all worth it though to get 10% to what the, the winner makes <laughs> isn't it? was it 10 million prize money um, in total possibly yeah I think, I think winner so, yeah. 1 point something yeah um, so, so yeah so 4 days work 100 grand yeah, yeah for carrying a few golf clubs around wear a boy oh, I'm available if anyone's looking <laughs> anyone needs a Chris here it's an open plea here from Chris I can walk and carry things at the same time <laughs> I can't confirm that I've seen him do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, Gary Player and uh, Jack Nicholas kind of had the longest uh, tee-off competition as well. So Gary Player won by 20 yards today, if you wanted to know. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you can almost play the full tournament now. Hold <laughs> on one. Hold on one. I drive in Jack Nicholas. That, that, isn't, isn't that just... It, the game's a lot easier if you can just hit it straight in the hole. It is. Happy Gilmore <laughs> approach. Happy Gilmore <laughs> approach, exactly. Um, we've heard lots about Amen Corner as well. Like, is it the kind of the beauty of it or is it just the is it is it how tough some of it is is it what is it it's it, it's both it's, it's everything it's same shots have happened on amen, amen corner yeah it's it's movements and you got the first eight are kind of there's nothing drastic there their holes like there's there's two par fives in the first in the first eight holes there's no kind of water a couple of bunkers but it's re- reasonably steady and then you get to eight or you get to nine and you have the downhill towards the lake then you've got the part three over the water and then you have the iconic part five after that 12th and i think it's just history people have have thrown away leads people have made eagles on, on the 12th because it, it, it's possible those big hitters yeah it's it, 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 it's really hard to describe but it's just it's iconic it's it's something like i'm trying to think of other sports like you mentioned Wimbledon. Is it, is it like Wembley? Monic- yeah, Wembley. It's like the Monaco Grand Prix. It's the greats have won there. That's the other thing. Is that like an almost every, every great sport there is like there's a one kind of the 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 pinnacle that they want to kind of yeah. where they want to play, so to speak. So yeah, like it is. If you're if you're like I suppose if you're not like if you're English grown up, like you want to play in Wembley. Yeah, like whether whether it's for your club or your country or whatever. You want to play in Wembley? What, what would we have the equivalent here, Croke Park? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I think Croke Park is is that. I think there's, there's nothing really else that compares. Um, like that has the the history that has. I, I know it's only kind of the Gaelic games, but I suppose the rugby players and football players got a chance to play there. Yeah, and, yeah. and for and for them, they all said that they, it they was all an honor had a, game. a privilege. Yeah, because it was some of them players. Yeah, Hayes when the, the national tears. anthem came on, like the tears rolling down their for players. But there's yeah. players there who probably could have made Croke Park. Had they stuck in playing GA, but having left it, assumed they'd never play there again, and then or you never get the chance to play there. And then when obviously those two years in Croke Park came, like it was a big deal for them. People like Horgan and um, Carney, I think, both could have played for their counties. Yeah, well, I remember that Horgan famous try there, oh, and like, yeah. and everyone is like, "That's his GA." <laughs> it was. There's, yeah. there's, there's no, there's no two ways of it. They always talk about players. Um, he played for rugby and stuff like Henshaw is the latest one his guy background kind of got, got in that try against uh, England again, England again. <laughs> yeah a great team to score against yeah. <laughs> just some breaking football news there Chris your Liverpool team is in yep no Firmino in the starting lineup or Sturridge so we've got Mignolet Klein Lovren Sacco Moreno 
Henderson, Chan, Milner, Lalana, Coutinho, and, and Origi. Give a card here, front. Yep. So is that like fitness problems? Is that the only reason that they wouldn't play them? Um, well, Firmino, he's been out for a couple of games, so I can see why. You know, I know he's doubtful last weekend. Yeah. Um, Sturridge, I get the feeling Klopp wasn't too happy with him at the weekend. Um, he got taken off, didn't he? Yeah, he's been taken off every game, yeah. which is understandable. Still trying to build him back up again, but I don't know. Like he was involved with one or two things, but then he doesn't offer a lot. Apart from scoring goals. He's a finisher, is that it? Yeah, exactly. So definitely at the moment, he's running very sporadically. <laughs> It'd be a nice way of putting it. Very kind to, to, to your team there. Well, hopefully he's going to come off the bench and score a couple for us tonight. So. I don't even know if he's on the bench yet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that team fill you with confidence? Um, I think it's probably set up not to lose. And Garigi's got good pace and he'll he'll work the channels. Will he, will he have a long night up there on his own? I don't think he'll last. He'll probably play but 60, minutes, 60 to 70 it. minutes hard work and he'll probably come off tired. And but then, it's still going to be a long night just chasing Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, any, anyone who plays up front by themselves, like hopefully Coutinho and Lalana will get up there and support him, but he's going to have to do a lot of the donkey work himself. What about it's that? Uh, game for Beteke where he'll hold the ball up. Or, does he? Yeah, or is he <laughs> even doing that? Than anything else, yeah, isn't fair it? enough. I think, this, I think the, the pace at least can push them back a little bit and that can maybe leave a little bit of space for Coutinho and Alana. Yeah, I, th- I think Penteke's done with you guys, it looks like. I would say if we get a decent offer from him in the summer, he'll be What's gone. a decent offer? Oh, we paid 32, so maybe upwards on 20 will be enough, I think. To... Might get it. I'm sure we'll get it somewhere. Someone will pay 20 million because you know what you get from And if someone's going to play in a certain way, like we get wide and put crosses into the box... He'll score goals for you. If Lukaku leaves, he can take over at Everton. Absolutely. And he'd call it, they'd, they'd still make their profit. Like, would he go to Everton from Liverpool? I don't know. Um, um, sell to I don't think he would have a problem would with Liverpool it. Liverpool sell to Everton? I don't think we... I think we would sell to the highest bidder. I don't think it's a, as much of an issue for us as it would be for them because they're not a direct rival. Yeah. Like, there are, they are our neighbours, but we don't consider ourselves competing with Everton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, especially under Martinez these days and look there's half played both clubs it's not as if like obviously my aunt Liverpool has that history of very few players played very few, even fewer transfer across there have been quite a few players who have played for both clubs so a couple not not too far in the past uh, Barnby and Abel Xavier they both made the move yeah. um, <laughs> I forget Abel <laughs> Gaza out the window crying don't leave Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like that, something like that could be a good fit. Like, and if if they got a bit, good bit of straight swap for, would be uh, would be nice. I think Lukaku would suit our <laughs> game far more swap. than uh, Benteke. <laughs> God, that's optimistic right there. <laughs> Listen to Lukaku's dad as he mentioned last week. It'd be United or Bayern. So, I'll take him. I think. Yeah, there's, there's there's like a lot of talk this week now. Um, that like some people are saying that Mourinho's camp think he's got the United job, but Van Gaal thinks he's staying. Like it's a bit, of, it's not a bit of a joke with United at the moment that like Liverpool have a new manager sorted. Well, to like, be honest, I don't. You've no idea. No, no, but the, the fact that it's not cleared up, like so, we know there could be nothing to clear up. Like Van Hal yeah. is there and nothing has changed, so you can understand in that sense why they well, wouldn't do make. Out, do they not come out why? and say that Van Gaal is our manager for next year? Because it could. Because the papers are. Like if they are, are respond to every story in the paper, it's stupid rumor. It's, it's better just six months now. 
Well, like they can't control what newspapers print. Like if if if, yeah. if as far as they're concerned, Van Hal has a contract for the next season and he's their manager and that's it. Then why do they need to come out every week and say? And if he does get if he does get the confidence, they're going to be like, oh, there's the dreaded vote of confidence from the board. He's going to be gone next week. But he's not getting the performances. Yeah, well, that's another thing. So that could be a reason why you want to change. Like, clearly, the fans aren't happy. Stephen, you are you happy with Van Gaal right now? Um, right now, no. I think there's signs that that the young players are coming through. If he gets, and, if, that, and that's if he gets top four for United. Do you want him to stay next season? It depends who who's available. Is it if you, if you gave me Van Gaal Mourinho, Mourinho? Mourinho is, is available. I prefer say. Van Gaal over Mourinho. What about gigs over Van Hal? I'd prefer Van Hal, I think, but there's a lot of other managers who I'd prefer instead of Van Hal. Gary Neville's available. Gary Neville's available. Absolutely. He has top level experience. Do you not think he'll be just back to his comfy seat? He's, he's managed in Europe. I don't think he'd he, he'd be afraid of, of taking a second job. I think he's someone who he's taking risks all his life. Then he, so would you take he, Gary Neville? I'd take him over gigs because he's been Hall. in the dressing room not yet. If you had more time to so a manager that's free this summer over Van Gaal. If they're free, they're very not few be very free. Good. Yeah, well, that's most what of them are going to want to be paid. Conte would have <laughs> Conte would have been good. Simeone is the, is the obvious Simeone, choice. Simeone, yeah, as of right now, I think you would be doing very well if you get Simeone. Oh, no, but in that kind of ilk, someone who hasn't just changed jobs. Um, but apart from Simeone, there's not that many. There's Allegri. There's... I don't think he's going to leave Juve. No, um, there's the top managers like they've already got good jobs. They're well, like Mourinho or yeah, Simeone. Yeah, I think Angelotti has got the Bayern job yeah. now. So Pellegrini's available. He's a decent manager. I don't know if I don't think he'd switch. I don't think he'd go to United anyway. Um, but I think he would. I find it allow it. But I, I think it's almost just replacing someone like a, a, an older manager with just another older manager. Where like I don't know United. I would rather see someone take over. And potentially have a long stay at the club, but that doesn't seem to happen these days in football anymore. But De Boer is the young manager. De Boer's very good shape. Shouted about for for a few years. I think he's going to leave Ajax sooner or later. Did you see him in training on, a, on his scooter? On his scooter in training. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hurt his ankle playing like uh, keepy uppies or, or like yeah football tennis with, with the lads in training. Like did twist or did ligaments or whatever. And uh, there was a video of him in training today, just going by on a scooter taking training. <laughs> It's better than nothing. As in, he's there doing training. Yeah, and, and friends, if you're ever on crutches, they're they're fucking annoying. It's a workout. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, we've clearly veered off the golf onto the football. Well continue <laughs> on that now. Uh, that was that Liverpool breaking news for the for the team there. But um, just quickly, just gazing the eyes back on the Premiership last weekend, some big four 0 wins for three separate teams, and by the fucking West Ham. How, how many times are they going to do this to us? No more. They're out. They're out. So are we never picking, like, for the rest West of this Ham, season, yeah. are we not picking West Ham? The accumulator uh, has been fucked up too many times. Is it three times like, this season now? It's definitely twice. I think they've also, we lost our insurance. I know they won it for us, though, before. They did. Big we were, Sam was in charge, though, back then. Big Sam. Is, is this Rory teen off right now? Back to the golf quickly. <laughs> it must be 701. It must be, oh, 705. 703. They're late. Oh, it probably takes a couple minutes to announce these here. And that is... In the bunker. No. Nope. <laughs> just outside. Just outside. I'll do. <laughs> it's that'll actually do. not a bad lie, but no, it looks... That'll, a... that'll be fine. Probably the nerves kind of on the first tee shot. Um, I think even for him, though, like, 
last year he had huge speed pressure on him. This year, there's very little because Day has all the pressure. Day's world number one, Speed is the defending champion. Yeah, so Rory's the favourite. The third favourite. Yeah. third favourite. Coming so. to this relaxed first that, round. That could do him the world yeah, of good if, as well. If he hits two, three under first round, gets comfortable. I think the pressure for him could be like like we said already. Speed is already at five under. If he picks That's up not a couple, be nice going out. Yeah, like Rory might need feel he needs to chase it because of the record. I'd has. like to, I'd like to think that he's he a better to. player than that. And he's more mature than he knows. He doesn't have to chase. It, it's the fr- It's the Thursday. Well, you can't like you can. You know the whole thing of football. You can't. You don't win it, it but you can lose well, it. He did last year. That's what happened last year. He was three over. I think, I think at the turn that's what I'm saying. So he so did get into a decent position last yeah. year yeah but there was just too much work to but what I'm saying is that's why he, even if he sees that speed is 5-6 under or whatever don't think no, he has to he make has, those big shots he conveyed last week and said look he does have to start quickly because of what happened last year with speed that if he if, if he turns after, after 36 holes on wood under he might be too far back so he he is aware of having to chase potentially 13-14 under when turning so too clear already if he could pick up another two shots in the last four holes, like that's that's already a difficult though. As in, you you par five fifteen, and then the last three closing. If, if you par the three of those, you're happy. So if if he if he does finish six under, it's a superb first round. Um, that'd be hard to match. That'd be hard to beat like on the first. No, day. yeah, no one will. I think. I think seven days, day two, two under, under two three. Yeah, it's. If if we can get those kind of names, be um, Yam up there, see two under through two. We could have it. We could have a super tournament. Fingers crossed. We all we all hope it's good going in on the Sunday anyway. Um, but yeah, back football. Three big four 0 wins. Chelsea beaten Villa. No real surprise there. Um, <laughs> I was surprised it wasn't more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arsenal doing Watford. And Watford then, have just given up. I think they're, I think they're safe. They're, they're Palace just a few months later. Exactly. Yeah, so, so the two of them probably know they're safe at this stage. Yeah. So it's kind of six games to go. Summer holidays will be kicking in for those. And things Especially with the- Watford nearly, you can normally say they deserve it. Because if, if, they've just been promoted. If, if you're safe or safe now mm-hmm. at this stage, unlike if you lose if you, if you lose to Arsenal you, in, in the Emirates, it's you also, lose to Arsenal. It's not going to be the end of the world. But it's also, it happened quite a lot with teams who come up. The, the first time they play everyone, within the first 19 games... They're new. Demons don't know exactly how they're going to play. Yeah. Come to second 19, they've played them before. Yeah. There's there's video there as to, as to how to beat them. Yeah. And that's... Sure, know, it's same, it's same thing happened with Hull. Hull. They had yeah, like, the huge shot up. out of the blocks yeah. and ended up going down. Like. And then teams learn how to play them. I think it's, it's it happens in most sports when you get young, up-and-coming talent. They break through. They have a run where no one knows what to do with them. And then teams learn. And then they have to grow again. I think Watford next season... like Need to adapt. Brent, but bear in mind, they also brought in what was it 12, 13, 14 players? Yeah, and a new They've manager. In, yeah, as in maybe the, those players are just getting tired because the Premier League is a long season compared to other leagues. Could the same be said for Bournemouth then as well, losing 4-0 to City? I think Bournemouth have they were on a been run, on though. a decent run mm. of form. I think apart from the... But are they safe now as well on the six games to go? Oh, yeah. And they could be like, yeah, well... I think it's it's two from three. Yeah. If we assume Villa are already gone, well, then and then it's going to be Sunderland, Newcastle, Norwich... Norwich. And so Norwich had the big win. What a, yes. what a win. Yeah. That, that, that could be their season right there. If they don't... That was think, a proper six-pointer. Yeah, and they have two more coming. They have Sunderland and Palace in the next two games, I think. I think Palace's point if they avoid, could be enough. Like the one they got at the weekend against West Ham. Like it, <laughs> I, they, it still annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> they, I can't see them getting dragged into it. I don't think the teams below them are good enough to get, win that if, amount of points. If they don't win any... Excuse me, if they don't win any game in the next... Bear in mind they haven't won this year. 
they could get dragged in because teams like Southern and Newcastle are fighting. So they're going to pick up one or two wins. I think that's... The gonna, one or two isn't enough, though. But we, well, it is. If you look at, at the league... Like six only, points is not enough to, to bring Palace down. But Palace haven't got... Fine. If, you, if you look at, say, Sunderland, Norwich are only two, two points behind them. And then Sunderland and Newcastle have... There's a gap. But if Palace pick up, say, two points, Newcastle and Sunderland only need three wins or two wins and a few draws. And if they're playing teams like Watford and Burnmouth, who are safe... So and Pal- and Pal- Pal- Palace, are three, well. Palace are three ahead of Norwich with a game in hand. And how many? Teams? That's against Everton this week. That's against Everton this week, and then there's a there's a four point gap between Sunderland and Norwich. So seven points, and then an extra one to Newcastle. Uh, two. Okay, so yeah, so seven to. There's nine between them and Newcastle. I think it maybe it, it could be nervy for them, but I just think yeah, the no, teams no. below them aren't going to unless unless one of them does a lesser now. Like if if Rafa can get Newcastle, Newcastle. can win four or seven. They could. I'm not saying they will, but if they win four or seven, then it's only. Seven points to Sunderland Ford. It's it is unlikely, but bear in mind this team hasn't won this year. It's possible they go they they, they keep free falling. If Newcastle go down, will Rafa go down with them? I know there's they no. they said there's a contract or there's a clause in the contract, but he didn't say he'd leave. I I say he, he took it from managing Real Madrid, Madrid to managing in Burton Albion. Man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a big fall away. Uh, yeah, playing playing or managing in El Clasico to managing in the well, that's fair. If you look at Newcastle Sunderland is a big derby in Division 1 Time weird it's, 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 it's one of the biggest it's derbies It's what they dream of <laughs> over, What Rafa dreamed of growing up was it? <laughs> um, but yeah That was a huge win And it was a last minute Last minute goal for Norwich as well yeah. So like and, and that's the other thing With Newcastle A 2 all draw there And they're only What was it? Three two, points behind Norwich. Two, uh, two, two points. Yeah, yeah. Now they're seven. Or sorry, um, now they're six. It's a big gap now. The other frustrating thing as well. I think Rafa's first game was against Leicester. Yes. And the team defended quite well. They conceded one goal. Mm-hmm. So you think that's against the top side, right? We've got something to build on. So and then you go and, go and concede. <laughs> you go and concede three against the side that you're fighting with, like relegation to, with. Yeah, but. The, the thing is there is you've got one game where you're defending for your lives and one game where you kind of have to go out and attack to win. And, and that's the different mentality. You guys, therefore, know what that's like this season. When you can sit back and hit big teams on the break, you're very comfortable doing that. But apart from the game against United, it's, you're finding it more difficult to break teams down when you have to be the dominant team. Yeah, and the last four games on the Saturday then all ended in draws. So like we had a nil all, a one all. It's a nil all with Sunderland West Brom. Kind of not much to kind of. Tremaine Defoe. I don't know how he didn't score. That, yeah, and, and that could have been huge for Sunderland yeah. as well. Then I think they've had they've kind of snatched defeat or snatched draws from winning positions. Yeah, big Sam. Will you keep him up? It's looking less likely. I think that Norwich win, like we said earlier, was massive. Yeah, and I think they've got they've got in your man closer. Looks pretty decent. He popped up with a goal for them. They've got Naismith who's fit again. I think yeah. they. That, Norris, that's right? a very shrewd sign. That yeah. was that, that was like he, he was nothing wrong. He was a, he's a proper goal scorer himself as well. He's, Especially for that level, he's yeah. like he'd probably be the best player they have. Yes. Apart from being another player in there, yeah. Sorry, West, who are they? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> probably Brady here. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Proven Premier League goal scorer. Robbie Brady. Hat, hat tricks <laughs> against Chelsea whenever he plays them. Yeah. <laughs> Not Robbie Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then 
Stoke Swansea kind of two teams that are kind of nothing to play for really now Stoke kind of have faltered a bit still going for Europe I think but <sighs> I think probably don't want they won, probably don't want the Europa League I think if you're Stoke having not been in Europe I think they were in Europe once so far as in I think a couple of years ago they got into Europa League qualifying it's still a big deal if you're a fan for a club who like look if you've read rugby in Connacht you've got playing champion just cup rugby for them was huge even yeah. though they lost I think to keep all games to keep them sure. players happy as well that they've got now like the likes yeah. of Bojan and Afalai yeah. who are used Arnaud to playing Rich, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're going to want there's, there's four or five of those players the who we're talking about <laughs> but like the four or five of those players who realistically could be playing Champions League football if they're not even in, in any form of Europe they're going to find it difficult to hold on to them I suppose if they are in Europe then I suppose can they ask for that a little bit more for them as well then absolutely they're like as long as they're on long term or yeah. they, they can certainly demand more money yeah and the thing is the money is there because of the brand new Premier League deal but if like look, look at Leicester if Leicester come in and go um, we like to take Shaqiri it's Champions League football and even though Stoke well, and Leicester are very similar clubs they're number one seeds in Champions League football yeah, as well yeah, as I'd imagine that they're the type of players like so Leicester are going to get a bit of a huge windfall of money that they're going to get this summer yeah. that they're not used to Um they're going to get like they're the type of players that they should probably go for players who have experience in the Premier League who have experience in Europe as well Yeah, and those players who are, like you said have now have had a season in the Premier League so exactly. someone like Shaqiri who came in first few months was like Bojan took a while he's now playing superb Shaqiri is hit and miss Arnetovic is always mercurial but he can perform in the Premier League level those kind of fifteen million pound players, do you go three or four of those because Vardy and Marriott can't keep doing it season. Well, this, season this is how, like they'll get injured. Yeah, just that alone. So yeah, yeah, they have to do exactly what Stoke did last year, but they have probably a bigger profile now. They'll have more money than Stoke Champions did League football offer and Champions League football. So it's not ridiculous to think. It is, but it's it's brilliant. Oh, it's ridiculous. fantastic. It's, I can't wait to be sitting in on Tuesday night. And to watch Leicester play Barcelona or something like that, or Leicester play Real Madrid, and or whatever. And then Thursday night you'll get to watch United in the Europa League. Where will you be? Champions League winners of <laughs> the Europa League. <laughs> Only a point off fourth. That's all we are at the moment. In case you haven't noticed, Chris is drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's had one round too many. <laughs> uh, we're just going to skip over then West Ham Palace because, uh, or no, we won't. We won't. That was that was never a red card. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it's been proven. <laughs> Officially, it's not a red card. Yeah. Now, should replay that match from, the, from that point. Match and Paddy Power should give us the money. Yeah, that's what exactly. Paddy Power kindly gave us our money back. So we can put it all on. So we can throw it all on. Five teams this weekend. <laughs> so we've decided to go for West Ham. And then the last game, Liverpool Spurs. I know, uh, Chris, you had to choose between watching... Leinster I didn't I watched both got both at the same time in the end yeah. the, well you had to choose watching Li- one live yeah. <laughs> Liverpool match on the on the TV and then the Leinster match on the iPad so yeah. it seemed to work fairly well like we knew when to kick it out for a throw in so Leinster could score so <laughs> I, and then Leinster was slow the ball down when Coutinho was running amok it was almost in sync <laughs> almost but um Harry Kane, g- g- Jurgen Klopp gave me a little hug at the end of it and everything. Yeah, was some goal. He said something on the lines of that. What a strike! I think what a strike. Yeah, three yeah. words. Yeah, yeah well, three, three <laughs> words. That was it. Or 
come here next year. <laughs> that, that's more what it looked like. Yeah, this ain't a player right in front of the cameras. Can you ask them if they want Penteke? <laughs> <laughs> Bring Ali with you as well there. <laughs> but, um, so it was one all against uh, Spurs team who were playing well, challenging for the title. Like, yeah, I suppose you have to. I know if you're at home, you want the win. Yeah, I, th- I thought we played quite well. Spurs have a pretty poor record against us at Anfield. Yeah, so I was surprised at actually. I know it may seem like two points dropped to them because of the situation, but like really, that's the place they lose more often than not. So yeah, I think if both sides looked at it for different reasons, it's a fair enough point. But we probably should have won the game. But I think the the major focus for us is tonight. Yeah. And another was like players. I know we were discussing that last week about like Firmino. You said like you 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 said he would not play because he was probably being rested for tonight. And it turns out he didn't play, but didn't make yeah. the squad tonight either. Uh, obviously, there was no chance like he'd be risked. Yeah, for both he he may feature tonight. Um, that's if he's on the bench. I haven't seen the, yeah. the bench, but um, yeah, I think we know. Fourth went when we blew that game against Southampton. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, all our eggs are in the Europa League basket, so to speak. It's a pretty big basket right now with Dortmund. Uh, there's only only seven obstacles, soon to become three obstacles. <laughs> and this is probably the biggest one. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. I was I was thinking about it. Dortmund are the favourites. Oh, yeah. I wonder, would we be the favourites if we knocked them out or you would it still be Sevilla? Sevilla? I think you have to yeah, give yeah. it to... I think defending champions is it four in a decade. They know how to do it in the Europa League. Yeah, as in this they, is they their this do. is their tournament. <laughs> but they might not want to win it this year if it means they won't be in it again next year. So <laughs> that's something they'll have to weigh up themselves. So you know we can get the final every year. <laughs> no, but no, no, they, no, they can go into the Champions League and drop down and third. Yeah, third they, in the Champions they can best of both worlds. That's what they can do. So they can get a bit of Champions League money and then go for it. <laughs> uh, and then quickly looking at the two Sunday games, uh, United first. A 1 0 win, kind of everyone are kind of a team that we always struggle against, I always feel. Um, it was. Martial won me 100 euro, that's all I'm going to say. Nice. Yeah, 9 to 1, first goal scorer, Paddy Pires nice and handsome for me. Yeah, it was. It was very similar to the great game early in the season where they didn't create many chances, but it was a lot more comfortable. Everton. They didn't look like scoring when it was like five minutes to go, they weren't pushing. In fairness to Blind, I think he did a superb job marking Lukaku out of the game. Yeah. That was one thing I, I remember early in the season when it was um, against Swansea, and he looked worrying against that big kind of gummies. Gummies too, was, yeah. The big hulking, <laughs> could not the big guy, the big guy, big hulking guy. Like he did struggle against them, but he was superb. Like, I think at one stage of one one chance of Benteke, not Benteke, sorry. Um, You've already swapped them, haven't you? Yeah, really happy. Yeah, really happy. It was a area. Kind of turned, swiveled, and yet the block still came in from Blind. He was superb. When it had to go to the hair, the hair was was there. Um, it was comfortable, but it, it wasn't a good Everton team. To be fair, I think if that had been an inform David Moyes or yeah, or an inform <laughs> Stoke or inform Southampton, it could have been a lot a lot trickier. But they they didn't offer much. They really didn't. Yeah, and then I suppose big results of the weekend. Leicester another one nil win, five and six now. Sign of a champion. Yeah, absolutely. Win when you're not playing well. I know United were on, on like back in the 94 season, it was Cantona, won us like five games, 1 0 on his yeah. own. I yeah. think United have the record with 11. 11, 11. Chelsea, I think Leicester are 11 now with 8 with Chelsea when they had or something like that. Um, they and could do it, six games yeah, to go. Absolutely. And the thing is, over the last two weeks that they've they've done the two things people always talk about is can you be, can you be the team who, who wins first and puts yeah. pressure on Spurs? And then they had to chase the result. Now, I know it meant going seven points clear, but 
having played with Spurs having already played, they then had to go and get the results, and they've done both. And this week is it Sunderland. Sunderland yeah, away. You'd expect them to win that one. Yeah, I know Sunderland are playing for a lot as well. But, but that will suit Leicester. Sunderland definitely. come out and try yeah. and attack. You got Spurs playing United. It could be nine, ten points, and if it is at the end of this, it's over. I think. I think, think it's the lead opens. I think Southampton probably should have been one or two nil up against Leicester like they really started much better mm-hmm. Leicester rode their luck a little bit mm-hmm. and then once Morgan scored I don't think it it just seemed like it was a formality like they were just going to like see the game everyone who was going to play for us like well let, 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 we want Leicester <laughs> to win it it could be something <laughs> yeah. like that you, you wonder for a players of a club who have nothing invested is it, do any part of them I know it could be us. Say, Alex Ferguson teams try harder against us <laughs> but I honestly believe that that's true as in teams are going to play tougher against Spurs than they would against Leicester I think even subconsciously everyone wants to see Leicester do I think player, fellow professionals like I know you're going to win the league so like I would love Leicester to win the league like I think you, you want Leicester to win the league yeah I'm, I don't care Liverpool it's can, not Liverpool, Liverpool can do I don't, it. I don't care like I'm I'll be happy to see them do it. I won't lose any sleep if they don't do it. Um, no, but I think for the Premier League story, to get a team coming from... Like, last weekend, Leicester were bottom of the table in 2015. <laughs> Seven games to go, six games yeah. to go. Don't get me wrong, the achievement is incredible. Is it the best in, in football ever? No, because I think there's a couple of teams who, who came up in Division 2 and won Division 1. In the past, as in I don't, as in it's but the Premier League in, in, in this day and age with money and stuff like that. Well, and, yeah, but I think talking the best ever, they're a team who were last year finished sixteenth and won the league. That's hugely impressive. But there's teams who've got promoted from other divisions and never played in the league before and have gone to win it. It's in the Premier League year. It's probably the best, the most improved performance of any team. I think Newcastle. I think are promoted and finished third one year. Hmm. That that was huge, but to go and win the title is is another thing entirely. But with the money that's been spent now as well. But they've also spent money, as in they've had the money, as in no, as in this is their second season. A quarter of a billion that people have to spend. True, but they've they had the money. It's not about the money you have; it's how you spend it. I think they've they've demonstrated that. Like you don't need to be. You can. There's still bargains to be had, like Kante and players, like players that haven't worked at other clubs as well, like Drinkwater, Simpson. They've just come in and like they've formed an incredible team. That, like you'd the say, difference. they are the best team in the Premier no, League this year. Far. Definitely, like yeah, yeah. The, like the stats speak from themselves. Like Man City, the, the best squad. Yes, they just haven't been able to play as a team often enough, and a lot of the their big players have been injured for large parts of the season. Yeah, Leicester have been able to keep a team pretty much intact throughout. To a uh, Pards' displeasure, I think, in his uh, <laughs> his program notes. It's your spike. At the start of the season, we were like, oh, the Tinker Man, he won't last very long there, you know, try- constantly changing his team. I'm not going to lie, in about six weeks' time, I'm really looking forward to going back over those predictions. I <laughs> see how wrong we were. Well, I'm just hoping Watford don't fall any further, because I can still say I got the, the team to go up to do the best, right? Bournemouth, I just, Bournemouth might, yeah, just Bournemouth might. I think there's a point between them at the moment. Uh, it's, it's a lot closer than it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Deeney and a Gallo need to do me a favour now. I, I thought Bournemouth would have Callum Wilson all season, <laughs> but uh, that didn't work out. So that, that could be benefit. If you look though, they lost Callum Wilson, they lost Max Gradle. 
and they're still performing superbly. And next season, and they, they Tyron and Mears as well. Didn't they? Mears, yeah, yeah. So they've they done incredibly. If you well. look at those three coming back in, a few more transfers. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do a Leicester, but they could definitely be that mid table anyway. The Leicester team from next year, providing. Um, Love Eddie Howe. Actually, there's an interesting. Will he be there next year? That's the other thing. If Man United are looking for a good young manager, is Eddie Howe too soon? I I don't think they'd give it to someone who's only managed a year in top life. But he's done a very good job everywhere he's gone. Yeah, I think he he will stay with Bournemouth again next season. If Everton, I was just thinking if Everton Everton could well get rid of Martinez, and and that's quite possibly because to be honest, if you look at the Premier League. Who is the, the best up-and-coming manager right now? Pochettino. Yeah. Pochettino, followed by how? Pochettino is probably the, the one for Manchester United. Thing. Yeah, actually, we, we, he's we the didn't one. talk about him for the length of the United job. That would be... Because I don't even think for Chelsea. Oh, he... Like, if, if you're talking about available managers, and well, he, he can, potentially available managers. The, the, the whole thing is, let's say, with if it was a... You know, I'd go back to United, if it was a young manager, some players wouldn't necessarily want to play from... If it was Mourinho, you'd have players who want to play from Mourinho, let's say. And I think Pochettino, don't want to play from Mourinho. But I think Pochettino, Pochettino would have the best of both. Whereas players will see what he's done in the past and be like, well, maybe I'd, I'd give him a go as well, playing yeah. for him. But he also brings youth through as well, as you see with Spurs. Yeah, no, I think right now, if you're looking at, at what a Man United manager needs to do, and then there's certain things that United managers have to do. They have to be seen to be bringing through youth players, play attacking football, play ideally with wingers but that's you're playing attacking football how wide you play I don't think it matters um, you need to entertain and and that's one thing Spurs have done in abundance this year yeah. and like you said he's he's bringing Champions League football to Spurs um, title challenge he, he brought Southampton up a huge level when people weren't sure when he first arrived he's proven himself everywhere he's gone to I think Champions League experience is probably the one thing you'd say goes against him but you have to get that experience somewhere, so why not United? Yeah, and true. next year, bigger fish might or bigger clothes might want them because right now United are second tier in Europe. If he has a superb season with Spurs next year, will Real be looking for someone like that? She speaks Spanish, so he has that kind of going for him. Um, who knows? Who knows exactly? This, this could be their one window where he's big enough to manage them, but not too big that they could, they could be usurped. Yeah. Um, Vasted all season. Will Leicester do it now? Six games to go. If if the gap is more than or seven or more points at the end of this weekend, I'd say yes. They still have United to play and Chelsea to play, mm-hmm. and the um, <laughs> this is United to play and Chelsea to play. If they they could beat United, I'd I'd predict a draw for that game in the future. Chelsea that point, remember that when he puts it, puts yeah. it in. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I've, I've, I've predicted United not to win a couple of times this year because, like I said, we're, we're, we're currently fighting for a fifth. It, it's a fair assumption that we're not going to win every game. Um, they have to pick up at least one point and probably three from those two games. If if they get three, it's their title. If they get one, it'll be it'll be close. But if they're they could be nine points clear with those going into those last three games and it won't matter. One point from three is all they need. I think Spurs, yeah, Spurs still have, have a slightly better goal yeah. difference. But um, I think if we assume that they beat Sunderland this week, they'll need a maximum of nine points and probably six would be enough. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't see Spurs winning every game. 
I think Spurs play United soon enough. Next next weekend. So yeah, I think yeah. Spurs are going to drop points somewhere. That's what I mean. If if they if the, if the gap goes to nine or ten after this weekend, it's over. If it's seven, I think Spurs can still catch them. Arsenal might as in if it's less than seven, if they lose an Arsenal win, they're still in it. Um, but if it's seven or more, Arsenal are out of it. Arsenal playing West Spurs. Ham. It's not going to be an easy game for them. Oh no, I. And that's, that's a way as well like, like West Ham's last ever home game against Arsenal in uh, Upton Park bowling ground like bowling ground or whatever you can see them losing that easily um, I think a draw is probably the most likely result which obviously helps Leicester and Man United so yeah I'm okay with that result um, yeah if if they can get out of this with a win against Southern and they should do but this is the other game to bring pressure where they're expected to win. And recently, a couple of games where this is the pressure on them. Southampton is difficult away. The win there was huge. This game, they should win comfortably. It comes down to, can they handle that pressure? Mm. Yeah. Um, one team, moving on from the Premiership, one team who did handle the pressure well, Rangers have been promoted. Yes. So, Celtic fans, would they be happy to see them back up there so they can have their old firm derby a few times a season? Or were they, were they still enjoying the fact that they were oh, they were one hundred percent enjoying Rangers not being in the top flight, but I think they will enjoy the the derby matches now, especially because it's not the Ranger, same Rangers team that it was before. So you'd imagine Celtic will win a lot of those games. That's the thing. I think for 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 the league, it's huge. I think for the the Scottish it's Premier, the one game that they people watch as well. Up yeah, there. I think like I think Rangers fans are obviously delighted to get back. Celtic fans deep down very few will admit it but realistically didn't, without that game Celtic season is pretty much futile they're going to win the league struggling this season but they're going to win the league they're going to maybe the way they progress in the Champions League is to get a competitive Rangers where they have to actually win games right now they can afford to lose 10 games Scotland no one really cares they're still going to win the league they'll win a cup they need Rangers to compete in Europe Mm-hmm. From, there, from that point of view alone the money they get in from playing Rangers the it is one game I'd love to go aspect. to as well to like a special a, atmosphere yeah. I would but not wear a jersey I'd <laughs> be <laughs> <laughs> terrified going to that game um, I'd rather go to Celtic Park as well I think no fancy a trip to Ibrox in your Celtic jersey no? I'd love both to be honest I think it's one of those ones where you, you, it's you, like you Rail. I, I, I've only camp new I'd love to do the, the Brennan Bay sometime yeah but uh, yeah, so Rangers back up there as well. So that's uh, well, Celtic fans have been, I don't know, on Twitter have been um, pointing out the fact that this is the new Rangers. This, this is not, this is not the old Rangers. <laughs> I know, like they always find something. When, when Rangers got like booted out of the league and stuff and dropped down the divisions, I, I think like I think it was Paddy Power again were offering like I think it was like evens or for for, for Celtic to win the Premiership for the next five years in a row or something like that. I think I think there's, there's been like three or four of them now already. Yeah, because I think everyone expected Rangers to come straight up three yeah, years in a row. They didn't. Yeah. They got stuck in Division One for a season. So this is that bit will hold up next year. And you'd imagine Rangers will invest. There'll be some money for them. Yeah. Mike but Ashley. I don't know how much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, because they're back in the Premiership. You know I mean that's this is back where they want to be. I'd say there there'll be one or two. I wouldn't say big names. <laughs> I, I'm saying if Stephen Aisman hadn't gone from Everton. They might have tried, might have tried gone, to bring him back. Home. 
That kind of player. Yeah. We're talking about bottom of the Premier League. He can, uh, he can move all his players from Newcastle up to Rangers. <laughs> and then if Newcastle <laughs> get back into the Premier League, he can move them back. Yeah, but with, not with first teamers. No, it would be interesting to see if he like send yeah, Shelby and uh, Mitrovic and all Mitrovic, Mitrovic actually is a good show for that. If you think about it, Mitrovic, he fixed the Rangers, Rangers, Rangers player. player. Yeah. yeah, he would love an old firm derby. Yeah. You can just imagine him running around there. Like he loved, he loved the the time weird derby. Him and Shelby are two players I could realistically see make that move. If he pays him well enough, why not? I didn't. Glasgow Newcastle not much of a difference in like. No, but glamour yeah. of the city. Those two players will probably get mid-table Premier League, which means you're fighting it out for Europa League. Whereas go to Scotland, you're fighting for a title. Uh, maybe not the first season, but kind of. Well, if if they sign those kind of players, yeah, 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 players, players then like, like if you do a Wales, you only need a couple of players yeah. to. Uh, but who does Celtic have? You, you look at their team. You've got like Van Dijk was the big name. He's gone. Um, Tyler Blackett is up there right now. The United Central Scott Defender. Brown, probably the biggest name, but he's getting on a bit yeah, now. Like, they don't have huge names up there. But I think players went because they wanted to experience the Old Firm Derby. That was why they had some players. And they like, will again. And they and, will again. And, and if Rangers can get one or two, I'm not saying they're going to spend 30, 40 million, they just don't have the money. Yeah. But if they. Even the stadium was huge for Rangers, though, because they got the ticket money from fans coming in. Yeah, I think now it'll be huge. I think uh, I've no idea how many we're going to Irox weekend right now. I'd say they it's were getting they were getting a lot, like twenty, thirty, kind of thing. That's well, yeah, they were getting like Premiership level game. Like there wasn't sellouts now, but like they were getting more money than they could have if they got had to move to a, a six thousand seater stadium. So what's the Glasgow's home ground in in rugby? Oh, it's tiny. Scotstoun. Scottsdale. That's it. I don't know. That's yeah. Maybe there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get one exactly. and a half thousand fans on a good day. Um, Chelsea have announced a new manager for next season as well. So after if he's not banned, if he's not banned, um, so after the Euros, Conte taking over. Very good. Very good move Very for Chelsea. Good appointment. Unfortunately, yeah. I think he's going to do pretty well. <laughs> three three year deal, I believe. Yeah. Um, I suppose well, that's well, the going right, isn't it? Like the. Like to him, Mourinho, Pep, three year like cycles, the, yeah, kind of exactly. projects, and then on. one one year to kind of find your feet, another year where you expect to be there thereabouts and win and a lot. One year hanging year. on before they want to get, before you get the there year. again, yeah. <laughs> so that, that is the kind of cycle that goes around, but um, yeah, like I suppose us as being Ireland fans as well, we'll have a kind of close eye on how he does in in this summer's uh, Euros. You see, the FIFA rankings actually came out today and like even though we beat like the 12th place team in the world and drew with the 25th we dropped and Northern Ireland shot up shot up yeah like, FIFA rankings so yeah, yeah you question whether they're ethical in FIFA or whether <laughs> there's like something dodgy going on <laughs> no in fairness Jenny Infantino has brought in a brand new era of openness and prosperity to that organisation he's in his office juggling those uh, the draw the, balls he, yeah. I mean, how I wish I could still be doing this <laughs> but um yeah, so, so Belgium have dropped now as well. Down to number two in the world. Argentina taking them over. Sweden are 35th. We're ahead, we're ahead of them. That's kind of crazy. I thought they got into the playoffs well, and they didn't have an amazing qualifying. Like, our group, I know we'll obviously talk about it more as, as, as after, after the end of, of the Premier League season, but it's looking more and more likely that we'll have a chance to get out of the group. Three can go through. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that, that's their thing. We don't need to beat two of them. We need to beat one of them. Belgium are, apart from Kevin De Bruyne and Lukaku, 
Hazard. Could be like Hazard or not. No, but they're not having not great seasons. Benteke. Um, companies as well as that they haven't done it at a major tournament yet so like they've got all these good players but yeah. the golden generation yeah they're like it's the same thing like with England when they had the golden generation like they're called that before they've actually won anything yeah, yeah. like they're good players but until they actually go deep into a tournament we don't know like how good they are as a team exactly and like who's to say we can't get a draw against them a win against Sweden and then like that that could be good enough for second oh, place never mind exactly. uh, third yeah Definitely, and, and then if Italy have two wins, we go in that game, and they've already qualified. Draw with us. We're, we're going to win it, aren't we? <laughs> we're going <laughs> all the way. <laughs> we'll talk about it just the, <laughs> the next time. But yeah, sure, sure. sure. Um, so just to wrap up the football, then Champions League was back again last night on uh, our Tuesday night. Um, all four games kind of still in the balance. Yeah, I would say yeah. that's fair. I think Benfica not getting the way goal. Makes it incredibly difficult for them. I think with the, I with Bayern would have won by one by more. They, they probably should have. They had they had chances in that game. Um, there's they're not fully clicking yet. Bayern. I think I I, I know they went two 0 down against Juve. They turned it on in that match when they had to. Like when it their did, back up was up against the wall. But they only the equaliser only came in the last minute of normal time. And then, and then Juve got tired. And, yeah, watching that. But I I don't. I don't see Bayern as potential champions this year. I really Paul don't. Paul Casey making a move there. Yeah, he's only one off the lead one now. Off the lead, yeah. And Jason Day, 300 through five. And Scott Pierce, 300 through four, yeah. Speed yeah. Speed is not his shit. He hasn't picked up a shot yeah. since you mentioned. <laughs> Must be nice conditions out there on the course. Look Looks a little windy, windy but... but nicer than uh, what we're looking at at oh, the moment. Stop. <laughs> getting, getting very dark here. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Barcelona, I suppose, were uh, lucky enough. Fortunate. Fortunate, was that what that mean? I think Torres' oh, well, Suarez. stupidity. Yeah, Suarez yeah. could have been there. Could have, could have gone for the, the kick, definitely. Yeah. I think Atletico were a little bit unfortunate. That, they did fight well with it. That game is set up perfectly. Oh, that 2-1 in that is a perfect result. It's Atletico have their away goal, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. You can see Barcelona scoring, obviously, as well. Though. But it, I, 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 think, I think Atletico, with the have the best chance of the quarterfinals to beat Barcelona at anything left in that group left in Champions League yeah I think they're perfectly set up although they lost the last seven of them <laughs> that was a brand new record set that they lost the, the, they lost the last seven against Barcelona but each by one goal mm-hmm. and the last time so, there was a, a win by two or more was Atletico I think Atletico won 3-1 mm. the last time was that was a year I think wasn't it I'm not sure it was a few, going back a few mm. years so like one is like Griezmann had a chance I think um, Ter Stegen made a great save yeah if they, if they go 2-0 up it's completely there and then obviously if Torres doesn't make that, that stupid challenge yeah yeah. which one <laughs> they're both stupid the first one was stupid but fair enough when but you're then on, when you're on the yellow, 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 yellow yeah. as we've talked about in the past when you're on the yellow you don't because in fairness he wasn't the only one making stupid tackles a lot of them racked up yellow cards yeah and there was six in that game for <laughs> a little go. but what they did do is they calmed it down once they had the one and they're like right I'll, I'll back off a bit like I can still put pressure on but I don't need to lunge in and kick him in the back of the leg <laughs> Fernando didn't take that approach <laughs> um, as a Liverpool fan what's it like to see, to see Torres and Suarez out there Torres and Suarez both scoring goals mm. um, I know which one of the two yeah. I'd rather still have but 
It's Torres, isn't it? <laughs> he took his call very well. Yeah. It was a nice little bit of movement and yeah. he finished it well. It was a little... Well, I suppose he doesn't start that much for them anymore, So, but he has a great record against Barcelona, so it makes sense in that for him to play. Suarez... There was a bit of everything that he does in that match, like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect showing for him. And I thought Neymar's shot that came off the, the crossbar as well. Like for they didn't really play fantastic, certainly not by their standards, but they could have even been further ahead than they were. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, it's all to play for. And yeah. And then Wednesday night's games then as well. City doing well. Like again, a bit a bit fortuitous not to. A few more. It was a sloppy game. It was a scrappy game, but two all. Like good, good result for City away from home. Yeah, it, from that point of view, they got one eye the bit in their hand off. Yeah. Two away goals, even if it was three two, two away goals is huge. It means they can sit back, they can allow PSG to come onto them, hit them on the break quickly with Kevin De Bruyne. Still think Sterling PSG might have enough though. Oh yeah, I think when City's to... defence is not strong enough. The defending, like but having defending, Louise, was just... that was. I thought, what was it? I can't 15 remember. seconds on the yeah, clock when he got seconds, a yellow card? 14 seconds on that, yeah. Like. I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but it was someone posted it was the most expensive four of our centre-back pairings in the history of football. We were on show with Mangala and... Otamendi. Otamendi, Luis, Silva. And, yeah. Silva and, and that defending And the off. defending level was not that good. So you're talking about PSG, they can score. Um, City can score. I think that, that game also set it very well. I think PSG have the experience of of getting this far in Europe over the last couple of years. I think that might just do them, but when you have when you have De Bruyne and Aguero, I think it'd be massive for um, PSG if they have Verratti back, yeah. because they're going to be missing uh, Matuidi. Is it? I think the he I think he's suspended. So if if they've got Verratti back in the midfield, that that could be the difference. He's a he's a quality player. Yeah, yeah, and then the last game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Real Madrid losing 2 0 to Wolfsburg, but uh, I suppose the the comedy in that game was Marcelo. <laughs> like, I, yeah. There is history there cause with him being Brazilian and all that, but that was just ridiculous. Um, And I think he should get banned for that. We were, Realistically, we, we were, we were talking about it earlier. Like, would you give a three match ban for that? Is, yes. That's a, as bad as violent conduct. In order to cut it out of the sport, you should make an example of him. Even two games. I think Glenn's Please. idea would be worth looking I, into. I, I, is I, that. I saw someone on, on, online, I think it was on Twitter, posted that uh, they should make him sit down in a press conference, watch it back and explain, explain what but he, he will. did. But he will. He'll explain away perfectly. He, he'll have a, a, a logical reason as to why he did it. Because, yes, I, something should be done retrospectively for that kind of thing. Because, like I said, we don't, we don't want that in a sport. Do the chat that booked? Yeah, I got both. It was the worst part of the whole thing, um, and the thing is that isn't something like we were talking about video referees. I don't think for that kind of thing it should be brought in. I think for yellow cards, for innocuous fouls, it'll ruin the game by just making too many savages. But retrospectively, that should be a ban for for play acting. There's no or for being a child. Rivaldo got a one game ban, wasn't it? It's gone back a long time. Yeah, he got banned for that. One match suspension, but he got something like there. There should be at least he should be out of the second leg at the very least. Yeah, exactly. It's Real Madrid. Will they do that? Would it really be that much of a a downer on them? Like a left back? I mean, it's not like Ronaldo or anything. Like that. But he's very good going forward, and they have to score two goals. So if 
it definitely would affect them, especially if they're putting pressure on. Those wing backs do get forward. Play Bale at left back. <laughs> Very famous. <laughs> wouldn't, be, wouldn't be the first time he's played there. Yeah. I think they'd probably have to prefer to have him further up, but <laughs> if you're I mean, stuck, could, he has experience there. It'd be one way of getting hammers on the pitch, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I suppose a goal for Wolfsburg and game over because he ran just going four. I can't. <laughs> I actually, Real Madrid at home. If they get an early goal, they can score four. Um, Ronaldo, Bale, it's it, it a crowd get them. Like the way Barcelona did. When they scored one, you can, the pressure ramps, the noise in the stadium goes up. Well, it's like that though, for half an hour in, it's still no goal. I don't think... It, Second half, still no goal. If there's no goal, it's fine. If, there, if, if, it's, a, if it's a away goal, then the fans will turn. As long as they don't concede, they can score two, three, four. If, if, if it gets to 2-0, and then Wolfsburg score one... And they only need two more to find will stay with them. But do so you think they're still well known? I favourite Tassi Wolfsburg now because like I said one goal means four for Real. But Bernabeu against a team with very little European pedigree, there's potential for Real to, to win that by by three still. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that Wolfsburg are the weakest of the German side, so. Madrid, you just think, yeah, if they if they get an early one or even if they don't concede. Yeah. They've got the players, and if they get to two one, maybe Wolfsburg will crack. But on the flip side, Drexler has been in, in great form this season. See, it's like you said, all four ties are still up for grabs. Yeah. But I suppose well, that's what that's what like UEFA and all want. That's what. And if, if you look like look at the group they came out of Wolfsburg and PSV, who only went out on penalties to Atletico Madrid. Man, I had a very tough group. Like they're they're two very good teams. You know, look at them now. <laughs> Clearly, it, it wasn't all about how doing. The two very superior teams in Europe. <laughs> Say it with a straight face. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. Um, <laughs> that's enough football for now, and I've been looking forward to this since last Saturday. I have to go home. Did you, uh, <laughs> did we all enjoy the Leinster Munster game. Um, Stephen, I'd say no one enjoyed it. I enjoyed the it. The result, maybe. Yeah, I enjoyed it wasn't it. a very it was good game. Good. Um, yeah, it was, like I said, it, it wasn't a very good game. I think, I think Foley... There was more tries for us than there was against Connacht. <laughs> <laughs> more points. Yeah. More points, more tries. Uh, I guess. There was a lot more of wins. Positive, more wins, a lot of positives for us Your line breaks. More though. points. <laughs> um, yeah, I think once we're, we're in it, as in it was 13 all, 25 minutes to go. I do have a question. We're looking comfortable. Why was Holland taking off? That, that, that's, I think. 25 minutes to go and you take off... Fine, he's inexperienced and it's a big game, but Holland has, has kicked, has scored all your points, hasn't missed a kick. He's playing well and you bring on someone who's so low in confidence in, in Ian Keatley. He's not played well all season. He's notorious for not being the best person under pressure. He's made he's made one or two good kicks. I think, I think last year got an important drop goal, but he's not someone you rely on under pressure a lot. And Foley brought him on. His reason being that it's better to give him 25 minutes to get into the game rather than bring him on with 10 minutes to go and having to make... by already. Yeah, and, 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 but, but having to make a big kick, having not been on the fit pitch and kind of held the ball. But it, it cost us the game. Keatley came on and was very, very bad. <laughs> missed, missed a reasonably simple kick. Numerous knock-ons. Was much slower than Holland. He was a player playing with low confidence and, and it was blatantly obvious. Yeah. I know Chris, you were watching. Sorry, I know you were watching both on the both on the day. What did you enjoy? What you did see? Yeah, I thought 
like, like I think in fairness it wasn't a, a classic no <laughs> against Munster we'll always enjoy when we come away with the win I think for us it's just it's nice to get a win against a rival because we had just lost to Connacht mm-hmm. and obviously we will have the the, the big game quarterfin- or the semi-finals to contend with yeah um we were not going to be going on pre-season just yet, unlike Munster. You can you can thank Alfred Lower <laughs> for giving you a win, though. <laughs> I can't blame the choice, though, because if if you, if you take the penalty with three minutes to go, you you get a point. Realistically, we had the bonus point there. I don't think it was enough, points. though. No, but then you get to lose the bonus point and you go to two points to draw. Sure, you still have a chance to win, but tap and go if you win you get to four points and we needed the win especially with Scarlett losing earlier in the day that was a big result had we won we were suddenly competing with, with Scarlett for that fourth place if you assume Glasgow will, will get it with their games in hand against um, the Italian teams yeah you think the top, the top three is Connacht, Leinster and um, Glasgow with with the rest fighting it out with Ulster winning and Scarlett losing, we kind of had to go for the, for the win. I don't mind the call. Just, Foley, just the wrong man ending. to tap and go. Well, my friend, he tapped and went. It was fine. It was it was the, the next phase where they gave it away. So it, it, the choice wasn't wrong. Um, you had 14 men, so it wasn't a bad call. I, I To be honest, I'd forgotten about the tap and go. By the final whistle, so it wasn't it wasn't looking back like like a Chris Robshaw going, what the fuck? <laughs> it was it was not the right call, but it was a call I can I can emphasize. But it puts huge pressure on us now. We've got three games left. Thankfully, two at home. But will you be up for uh, Leinster when we when we all go up to see us play Ulster? Um, I'll uh, um, I'll bring a jersey yeah. just in case. <laughs> Are you able to cheer for a draw? You get decent odds on the draw. <laughs> decent odds on the draw. Yeah. It depends. The plan is to Ulster lose next week, and therefore I don't have to cheer against them. Um, so we have still stay Connacht um, away. That's going to be incredibly tough. If they can get a win there, then I think top six is fine. If we don't, then we have to beat Scarlet and probably Edinburgh as well. Both at home. And hope let's beat Ulster. No, that's for top four. Top, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it, it, if if Munster win all three. Top four is guaranteed. If they win two of three, top six is guaranteed. If they only win one of the three, it'll be close. And if we lose all three, then top top seven, top six is. Uh, I, I don't think can be there. Yeah. Because Edinburgh, by by proxy of beating us, will go ahead. So it's it's worrying times because if you don't make Champions Cup next year, then any players looking at us next year are going to go, well, why bother signing? The who you hire for the director of rugby is going to go well. I could go to Munster or I could go to a team who are playing Champions Cup rugby. So it's a big three games for us now. Yeah. Um. So it's Leinster, Connacht, definitely in the. Leinster, Connacht, I think are there. Glasgow, providing there's no huge upsets, should be there as well. And then it's Ulster, Scarlets, and if Munster can be Connacht, Munster come back into that conversation, but. Like I said, I, I, I'd have no confidence going down, going down there. They beat us in Thelmond quite comfortably early in the season, so it would take kind of taking an eye off the ball or getting a few injuries this weekend against Grenoble. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's good. I'm still delighted to see Connacht up there as well, but like, I, 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 was, I think I was talking to you about it on Saturday, but like, I wouldn't want to face Connacht away in, in the semi-final of the, of the Pro 12. No, it's it's always a terrible place to go. Yeah. Like, it's just really difficult it to play be, down It could there, be like. May, but it's still going to be... Uh, 
that's the one thing. The weather isn't going to play a, as big a part in May. Um, the the fact that they've never had a big game, like the game against Lens was pretty big. That's the biggest. Well, fine. I know they've had Harlequin, they've had Toulouse, they've had a couple of big European games, but they they were never to win a trophy. They were always big games because the, of who the less, are they the Leicester of Pro Twelve or are Leicester the the Connacht of the Premiership? Well. <laughs> Depends who wins their league first, I suppose. Um, they're very similar. Last season was progress for Leicester. Last season was progress under Lamb for Connacht. This season, they've gone... Every time people say they're going to fall away or they have a stutter, they come back. They had the stutter against um, Ulster now. If, if if they go lose the Munster, then yeah. Then the pressure's on them, regardless of where they finish in the Pro 12, because... They'll have lost big games in the run up to the playoffs. But if they beat Munster, I, I don't know who Leinster have next weekend. Is it uh, before the Ulster game? It's are you? It's not. Is it Edinburgh? Um, I will tell you. So you've got. But at that stage, if they don't beat Munster, you imagine they're going to be behind Leinster. You'll have Glasgow potentially bringing in their next. Scarlets. It is Edinburgh, yeah. So Scarlets. Edinburgh at home. I think our, I think that loss at home to Cardiff on Saturday was huge for them because it means their ambitions for top two are probably gone. So Connacht, I think only have to worry about Glasgow now for that place. So top two is, is still there, but losing the Munster and I'm, I'm not saying the wheels are going to fall off because they won't, but there's just kind of, it might be a bit of tiredness. I think have Grenoble this week when the other three provinces do have a rest that could come into it when if they're playing 10 straight weeks whereas Leinster and Ulster and Munster will have had a this week this weekend off so there's I think this weekend will tell a lot if they go and beat Grenoble then they've got a home semi-final in Europe they'll go into that Munster game boy and I can see them beating us comfortably unfortunately big show potential oh, uh, All-Irish final as well a potential All-Irish final yeah Connacht Leinster. Connacht Ulster, no. <laughs> so, so now it's it's fairly established that Munster are the worst team in Ireland, is it? This season, yeah. Not yet. This season, yeah. Ulster? They're only like five points behind Ulster. We can catch them. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible that Munster finished as the worst Irish team, which is the first time in a long time when it hasn't been Connacht. Yeah. So... Look, it's right now. It's not great. We've no, we've no number ten. As good as Holland played, he's not. I mean, he's he's not, not a, established. He's not a world class international number ten. He might become one, but he's he's twenty four, so he's he's not young, young. I think the interesting thing is if the the likes of Omani and Stander decide to move up to Dublin, like to to get some Heineken Cup rugby and to win some trophies. I I think that's highly unlikely. No, but in certain players you could think of might move. Stander has been in the same way Bundyaki is settled in Connacht and has bought in. Stander has bought in. He's talked about how, how much he loves Limerick and how much his family's been welcomed and all that kind of thing. I think people like Omani and Stander are not moving. It's people like Keatley. Keatley is someone you, 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 can, you can bring up. No, we're, we're, good at, we're good at Keatley. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the offer, but uh, yeah, I said there's very few chances of anyone jumping. If there is, again, it'll be someone like maybe Conway coming back up because he's he's then so originally you won't see any big names. We'll see, 
it's nice just just to throw it out there just to I still remember see it. the Munster fans squirm at the idea of Omani wearing a blue jersey there's no squirming here there's no oh, really. I still remember at the uh, Leinster Ulster game in the RDS there recently so when Chris bumped into Ruin Pinar and Chris kindly asked him if he'd like to join <laughs> come down and live in Dublin for a while I don't think he said no. <laughs> he just laughed it off. <laughs> yeah, he walked away from you. It's one of the small thing to note. Uh, John Marler getting the ban, two weeks or two two week ban, and he also got a twenty grand twenty grand million. fine as well. The right call. It, it's it's saying the world rugby had 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 to make it. exactly that, that. It's the equivalent of FIFA making the call. Um, it's obviously hey, it was a. Raises from America at a, at the first ever traveller to play for, for for Wales, so it's it had to be banned. Simple as that. It's just weird that it's happening after the tournament. Like I know it was taken well, out. Because yeah, because it wasn't the Six Nations that gave him the ban. But that's thing because the Six Nations well, should have been didn't give didn't give the ban. It means that it was too late by the time it rolled around. So it's good that you got them the ban. The games he's banned for, I think, will be well. It's for English, as in it won't carry over to his club rugby, will it? Or will it so. carry over? So if it's English so. games, it'll be two tests in the summer. It's not it's, a huge it's, exactly. but, but, but it's, it's, it's important that, that there was a ban for it. I mean, because it's different if you call some random name. But when you do go kind of personal, which obviously it is with Samson Lee, then yeah, it's fine. If, if he had said something derogatory to a black player, 100% it would have been picked up. So I think obviously it had to be done for, for an insult against the trafficker as well. Yeah, yeah. No, no complaints. Yeah. Like it was later than it should have been. I, I don't think it had any bearing on the the France match. So I think that's the problem that it was later than it should have been. It's. A, I think it's a token gesture because, like you said, he may not have featured in those matches anyway. But it was important that something was done because exactly. It's just you can't you can't he, get away he, with he, that. He exactly. Yeah. Sport. exactly. Yeah. I suppose just to quickly wrap up, uh, there was some of the UFC news for UFC two hundred, Chris. Yeah, the um, the co-main has been filled. We were talking about the the card there last week and they've announced that uh, Amanda Nunes is going to challenge Misha Tate for the, the woman's title um, not the, the biggest name they could have announced we were just saying earlier I think it's it's one that Misha should probably win and then that that saves the, the potential rematch with Holly Holm or Ronda Rousey down the line and it still keeps Misha active and it puts another title like on the card yeah I suppose just thinking about it there does that mean they get a full UFC pay-per-view out of Misha versus one of the other ones, either home or or um, Rosie? Because, like I said, if that that big fight hadn't added to 200, people are still going to buy 200. Whereas if it's 204, take Rosie, for instance, the people will buy that pay-per-view for that fight alone. So well, I think Re- it's, it's almost having two exact the card a bad thing for them. I think Rosie taste is the main event of a, of a pay-per-view. When I'm paid as well. I don't I think so. At this stage, no. No, I think Rousey's the, the star. The first fight was so good. Yeah, it was, but it was a co-main as well. I I don't think I could be wrong. I would not think they would headline with Misha and Home. I think whoever so Rousey close. faces when she comes back, she's going to be the main event. But yeah, I just I don't think maybe you could do it a main event for like a Fox. Uh, Fox Sports 1 or yeah. something like that but I, I don't think it would be the, the main event on a pay-per-view for that, that the TFU is it the Ultimate Fire 24 where they automatically get a title shot yeah the winner <laughs> will uh, will get to face uh, Demetrius Johnson 
that isn't the first time it's happened. <laughs> when I heard about it, I, I assumed it was a gimmick to keep the yeah, series going, but it it's times. happened a few times. Like, is that not? I wouldn't take the risk because they're obviously trained fighters, but I the, think the first two kind of been close, can they? Um, well, the reason for I think they're gonna like it's gonna be fairly. I won't say veterans, but fairly established professionals. Like they're not going to be fighters that are say two and zero, or that have had three or four fights. They're going to be pros. Like they're going to have maybe 10, 15 fights behind them, Fair enough. and they're maybe good enough to be into the in the UFC already. But as they're not there, they're going to fight to get into it. Um, and they did it with the women's strawweight title I think they they created a new division and whoever yeah. won the title was but that makes sense because you, you don't have any strawweight fighters so the only way to get them in is to get have a tournament in the same way the first first UFC title was obviously yeah handed out cool I suppose we'll wrap it up the game's just about to start I know Chris is very eager to watch this uh, Chris you did our bet of the week this week I did um, we have gone for Bournemouth Chelsea Man City Southampton and Leicester and for our 30 euro, the return is 593.66. No West Ham. No, there was 93 Belfast, lads. You didn't put in West Ham? No. <laughs> uh, so just quickly wrap it up. Uh, this question. I'm going to go to Chris first because Stephen looks pretty confident. So Martial scored United's 1,000 Premier League goal Old Trafford last weekend. Who scored the first? Mark Hughes. A native of Cork, I think. Left back, Dennis Irwin. Spot on. Spot on. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Dennis Irwin scored against Ipswich on the 22nd of August, 1992. I remember it well. Well, so I was... You're all... You're right. 15 then, were you? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so Just that, doing his junior, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for another show, lads. Thanks very much for joining us again. Thank you. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um we're off to enjoy this Europa League action. So, uh, come on, Dorman. Come on, Dorman. <laughs> but, uh, chat to you all next week. Cheers.